Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. So, I'm going to go and be creating a new character now, so that that way I'll be able to eventually read all the adventures out. Well, other than those that finish or shut down before I get to them. But I'll play those on other ones. So, yeah, new account. So, create new character. Yeah. I'm gonna write this. That right, rolling now. I know I'm gonna spend a lot of time rolling the character. That's really boring for you to hear. So I'm gonna. Okay, I've been rolling for a bit now, and now these are my stats. 28 melee weighting, 32 standard points, 19 might, 18 agility, 18 body, 20 mind, 19 spirit, 19 aura, and 16 luck. I'll get, get a bonus of 4 to melee weighting and 4 to stamina points. I get some good bonuses to skills. At least 15% less experience to train all of them. And I'll be able to get up pretty soonish. Uh, I, I, I know magic. Which is always a plus. And a 25 XP bonus to that. So it'll only cost three quarters as, as, of as much to train my magic. And since ma since training your magic up costs a lot more than training your skills up, it's a good thing to get that bonus as high as high as you can be bothered to keep rolling for. So I'm just going to accept these stats. If I kept rolling for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, all got some sort of auto roller, which I, you can ask about. Some someone like goes go on the Swift Discord. There's someone who knows a link to that. I think it's 
Whether it's cheating or not, I don't know. I, I'm leaning towards it being cheating. But I don't, don't think it's not notorious cheating, which would make, which would be unfair. The kind of where I would not wouldn't would dis would not respect you if you did it, but you're you're giving yourself an advantage. Well, well, well you know, nice your, your your conscience to that, whether you use it or not. Also, I I'm accepting these stats. Could get better. Average stat eighteen. Yeah, yeah. and out of the seven, there are se seven stats which go up to twenty. These are might, agility, body, mind, spirit, aura, and luck. Those go up to twenty. I've got eighteen. Now the the, the fortunately, since you're a hero, your the stats are weighted at the higher end. So, you got far more generous stats than you'd get if you, say, rolled them in a normal DD. Because you're not just a dude. You're a, le you're a future legendary hero. So, obviously, you're going to be good at everything on average. Minimum. And all, all each of these stats do different things, and there's a link for them. Might. Is this uh, is his? This explains what all the stats are. Melee rating. This is a measure of combat prowess. The higher your melee rating, the better you will be at defending yourself and attacking others. This stat is mainly concerned with hand-to-hand -hand combat with weapons. A character with magic spells or abilities, for example, can be effective in combat, even if their melee rating score is low. During combat, your melee rating will be compared to that of your enemy. Work the ratio of the two melee ratings will determine who is the arcade hand in the fight. You can increase your melee rating by finding and using better weapons. And by increasing skill that have to do with combat, weaponry skill for example, stamina points. This is a measure of your overall health and physical endurance. Simply put, it's how much punishment you can take before you drop dead. Which is not very nice. I do not recommend dropping dead, so avoid that. When your stamina points drop to zero, you are dead. You may regain those stamina points while resting, or through other variety of other means, although your total stamina points can never exceed your maximum. You can increase your stamina point total by finding and donning different types of armor. Also, certain skills and powers which can help to increase your stamina point total. Agility. Now it's on to the, the, the more indirect stats. Agility. How physically agile your character is. High agility score might permit you to dodge flying, put up objects, balance on a tightrope. Oh, a low score would indicate clumsiness. Or the inability to react to physical situations quickly. Aura. Your ability to perceive less than obvious things from the, the world around you. Aura or is perhaps the single most important skill for characters who wish to acquire successfully wield magic or another supernatural powers. Aura affects your ability to acquire 
and wield supernatural powers such as magic body. This is a measure of your physical endurance. Your body was tend to fight a frostbite or a, deadly, or a deadly disease. A high body score would help you. If your character had to make an attempt to survive being struck by a runaway wagon, runaway wagon, a high body score would once again be of value. Mind. This is your ability to think and reason. For a high, high mind score, you, you would be able to learn things quickly and effectively. Might. This is your raw physical strength. A high might score means you can lift more weight and strike things harder than a character with a low might, might score. Total, the total bulk of equipment that you can carry is directly related to your might score. Spirit. While your body is your physical endurance, spirit is your mental endurance. A high spirit score means that you can have a better chance of controlling your thoughts and feelings than someone with a low spirit score. If you are being tortured or attempting to press on when all hope had failed you, a high spirit score would help you succeed. Spirit can best be described as a con- combination of mental fortitude and faith. It may help you com- combat combat certain types of medical, mental attacks, sonics, telepathy, etc. Luck is luck. It can best be described as between walking along the streets and finding a pouch containing 10 gold tokens and not finding one. Buying a map, map from a local topographer and need to later discover that it marks the finding resting place of a valuable treasure. Now, a million and one scenarios. Just keep in mind, it's better to be, unlu- to be lucky than unlucky. Yeah, so that that's the official it's the official definitions of those seven stats. I'm just gonna accept them. I'm gonna be a man. Character name. Well, I'm gonna pause it and take some suggestions from the Discord. Or if no one turns up I'll have to make you no one's there at the time, I just have to make one up myself. Okay, I talk to the people, and it turns out no one suggested a name, so I'll make one up myself. Oh, dearie, dearie. I probably should have thought of this first, but here we are. I shall be... Something of Z. Zoop. Because it's fun to say. Character is called Zoop. Z O O P. Zoop has been created and is ready for adventure. Play Zoop. Alright, this is the. It where you choose your you choose your skills now optim- now some some skills that you cannot learn in the game other than by spending adventure tokens 
Not many, just just two. But those are limited, so you wanna you wanna learn how those skills as your starting skills. So thievery, diplomacy, unarmed combat. And then either Arcania or Law, I'll take Arcania. Alright, now I'm gonna... Yeah, okay, it's four, and four skills, and you can put 20 levels between them. Since higher levels take more XP to level, it's better for you to have one of them at 17, although yet again, this advantage is quite slight. Now, I get to choose a magic. I'm going to read the descriptions of what each magic is now. Conjuration deals with the magical creation of things. The greater your mastery of conjuration is, the better and more useful things you will be able to conjure. At higher levels of mastery, conjuration can sometimes be used great items that may be of immediate significance. Now, for various reasons, conjuration isn't used that much in games. But when it is used, it's a lot of fun. I would not recommend you choose that as your first, your first power. Next is destruction. Destruction is a violent, malevolent spear of neural energy that focuses on destroying, damaging things, both living and non-living. Destructive magic can be used against your foes in combat and in a variety of other situations. In non-combat situations, destruction could be used to disintegrate a door the lock on a chest, or even a bridge across you, which your enemies are charging. Its applications, while always destructive, are nearly endless. Yeah, and it's true. Lots of applications for that. And you often, maybe about half of checks usually give you a destruction option. Divination. Divination is the power of perception and foresight. The benefits be able to discern the intentions of those you encounter or determine your enemy's next move in combat are playing. Shrewd use of divination can help you find your way when the correct course of action may not be entirely discernible. Yeah, that's... I don't know if probably Moyo's out of combat. Because... Usually it helps you... When you've got a path that goes one way and a path that goes the other, you can use divination to go, ah, this path gets me there quickly and safely. Oh, but perhaps I go, but that path seems more dangerous, so it can be more rewarding. But usually you just we you just we 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 play the adventure or consult the wiki, so nice or combat uses elementalism then. Elementalism deals with the harassing and unleashing of the awesome, often dormant, power of nature's unbridled fury. This spear grants its user limited and fleeting domination, dominion over earth, water, wind and fire. 
Unfortunately, there's no heart, so you cannot summon Captain Planet. You know, honestly, you, you, you just steal, you just steal my fire anyway. Various master elementals are able to summon various elemental beings to aid or control the elements themselves, produce all manner of desired effects. This is probably perhaps the flashiest one. Perhaps the one you 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 use the most outside of combat because there's nearly your there's nearly always a time when you can just have an elemental help out. Fortification. The magical discipline of fortification is concerned only with defense. Fortification can protect yourself and others from combat, but it shield your Shield from various sorts of danger outside of battle. Fortification is often a great defense against projectile attacks, magic or otherwise. Time use could very well serve to save your life. Yes, yes. Very, very useful if someone's firing an arrow or a magic attack or something's falling on you. Yep, very useful when it's useful, but really. Not that much fun, with a few exceptions, obviously. Gating. The magical spear of gating deals with the direct ma manipulation of the Neverwolf fa fabric that holds together the world of Swift. A maze versed in gating will, at times, be able to gate out of their current location and into a nearby different location. Some with a very high level of mastery in gating may even be able to teleport themselves and others to places, other worlds and realms not accessible by normal means. Illusion. This is perhaps the most fun power. The magical spirit of illusion provides the world with abilities great complex, lifelike, fantastical images. These elaborate illusions are likely to fall even the most guarded of minds. In combat, you can craft illusions to confuse or even harm your enemies. In non-combat situations, you'll find countless uses for well-crafted illusions. And I think it's easy enough for you to imagine what they could be. <laughs> Necromancy is the magical spear that deals with death and the undead. A character skilled in necromancy will be able to exercise power over both the dead and the undead. Necromancy is a dark, controversial and powerful magical discipline that remains largely frowned upon by most practitioners of magic. Many mages who delve into the necromantic arts choose to keep their endeavours a secret because I think, I think 90% of the people who end up studying necromancy they turn evil. It, it's just—it's just a spear that turns you evil. Wherever we're getting the necromantic power from, there's some bad dudes there, and they like to corrupt people. But you can come back as a skeleton. That's a definite plus. And you can have—you can summon on dead armies, and disband, and you could just use it to fight other necromancers by going, Oi, you, undead, fall down. And then they go, and then they fall down. So you could 
perhaps pull off being a white hat necromancer. Very difficult, though, because of the corrupting influence. Which, uh, they've never... They, they haven't built mechanics for that, so... Apparently, we're just so good it doesn't affect us. Or maybe it has, and we just don't notice. <laughs> maybe that, who knows. Restoration. Restoration is a benevolent spear of never energy. Focuses on repairing such healing things, both living and non-living. Restoration can be used to heal, heal wounds. That's restore lost animal points on yourself or others, or to repair things. Tales about, about masters of restoration able to rescue people from the brink of death. Repair collapsed castle walls and any other number of miraculous restorative feats. Yeah, that... That is the one you are going to use the most. Hands down. Because as an adventurer, you're going to get hurt. A lot. No matter how good you are, you're going to get hurt. People are go Eventually, people's, people's stabs are going to get through. They're going to get through your arm. They're going to get through your shield. They're going to hurt you. Or damage your armor, perhaps. When restoration can deal can heal both of those. You'll probably be using it after every battle. Or at least every few battles. Lots of uses. Telekinesis. Oh yeah, and also you can use restoration to heal people and you want if you can do that, you should do that. Cause that's what heroes do. If they can help people, they do. Even if, even if they don't think there's an event, even if there's no chance of anyone remembering, no chance of anyone thanking them, they won't. They don't gain anything from it, and that person might may well turn around and, and fight you. And even if they're a bad guy, you you heal them, and then you get them arrested. Heroes always heal people they can heal. Yeah. And often the people you're healing are people who really need it and are people you would, you want to help out. Telekinesis is the ability to move objects with the power of thought alone. Mages possessing a higher lev level of mastery in the sphere of magic are able to move, that's manipulate large and complex objects. Mastery of Telecuse may allow you to unlock a door without possessing a key, to force open a door, to levitate a heavy object, maybe even yourself, and to toss your enemies about during combat. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun power. I wouldn't get it. I'm, I'm going to choose Restoration first, because I'm going to get hurt, and you can learn the rest of them easily enough. Your adventures are about to begin. You're the lone passenger on a coach bound for Hawklaw, a small settlement tucked in the way, tucked in the Hart Hills region of southwest Tosa. You've never be before been to this part of the kingdom, but an insatiable first adventure has drawn you, drawn you out of the quiet existence you've long known into a wider, a bite, more perilous world. Yeah. 
The first step we took on our journey towards becoming a professional adventurer was to embark on a long and arduous trek from the safety of your doorstep to the gates of Tutu's bursting capital city, Talinus. It is, it is on one of those early legs of the journey, a bright, crisp autumn morning, that you meet up with a coach on the southern outskirts of Park Hills. When you learn that coachman is such a sturdy wagon, or ultimately... about destined for the nearby village of Hawklaw, your mind is made up. Now there's a link about Hawklaw, I'm going to click that right now. Hawklaw is a small village nestled on the eastern edge of the Hart Hills in western Tysa. Its citizens are primarily farmers and woodcutters who enjoy fruitful commerce with cities to the north like Trithic and Talinus. Like most most who dwell in this remote, rugged region, the people of Hawklaw are hardy, resourceful lot, who delight in the toil of their daily lives while enjoying the peace that has thrived in Tusa for over a century. Hawklaw is where your adventures in Swift begin. Weary from your recent travels, you pay the drive for what seems like a meagre fare and climb abroad. Some, somewhat surprised to find yourself the sole occupant of the the world-worn carriage's cramped, uncomfortable interior. Please continue. Oh, only a moment after you've taken your seat, the coach lurches to a start, rumbling and clattering over the twisting, uneven road that, that steadily winds its way north, deeper into the heart of the kingdom. However, the wilds of the world are dangerous, unpredictable places or even the very merry, very wary, may suddenly find themselves facing perils, both grave and unexpected. An overcast afternoon in the, in the early autumn, at the edge of the seldom used forest road, a few miles south of the village of Hawklaw, your eyes creep open as a painful gasp escapes through the thin slit separating your cracked, swollen lips. The intense, throbbing ache on, your white, on the white side of your head forces your eyes closed as you struggle to, rem- to remember and make sense of your current circumstance. The discomfort momentarily ebbs and once more your eyelids slowly part. With, with your sight rapidly clear- clearing, you... Quietly begin to, ga- to gather your bearings and quickly discover, much to your dismay, that you're seated on the, on, the gra- on the ground at the base of a tree. Your battered torso bound to the trunk of a rough-skinned, of the rough-skinned forest giant by, by a thick, unyielding hemp of rope. From what you can tell, given the restrictive awkwardness of position, you no longer have your weapons. <laughs> For that's that's a change. Some people tie up often forget that. Well, these are at least not completely incompetent criminals. You have little recollection of the attack on yourself, save for your confrontation with the apparent leader of the bandits, an ill-conceived scuffle that ended with the cudgel-wielding brigand delivering a staggering blow to the side of your head. Oh dear. I gotta get a lot. I gotta. I gotta get myself a lot stronger so I can't be taken down by just 
random brigands. It was that savage, well-placed strike that, that apparently rolled you a consciousness and ultimately landed you in your current predicament. Taking care, care not to attract attention to yourself, you test the rope and encircles your torso, only discover that the thick, thick unforgiving binding offers you little hope of slipping free. Instinct takes over. Realising you cannot afford to remain in such a vulnerable position, bound and weaponless, you hurriedly begin to formulate a plan of escape. Uh, it is at that precise moment, with your thoughts beginning to waste, that a soft feminine voice whispers in your left ear, Not just, not just yet. Let me distract them. Uh, I don't know if I did that voice right. Startled by the voice, you turn in directly sound only to find no one is there. Be still! This time the whisper, no Arthur, slips into your right ear. You won't see me, and neither will they. Don't call attention to yourself. Keep still. You're almost three. I'm going to draw them off. You're about to whisper a reply in an attempt to discover the identity of an unseen would-be rescuer when you suddenly feel the ropes binding you to a tree loosen against your chest. There, you're free. Whisper the voice at your left ear, but don't move yet. Wait until you're gone and then take flight west through the forest. When you reach a stream, follow it north to the split wall. I'll meet you here. Here. Take this before you go. You might need this. Yep. Something lands softly on the ground to your white. Turning only your head, you glance down at the dagger that's just been posited next to your leg. That the second thought, you furtively take possession of the dagger, which I'm equipping right now. And that, that puts my melee rating at 32, when previously it was 26. Because I'm not quite good enough at unarmed combat yet that my fists are as good as having an actual weapon. Soon, soon I will be, but not yet. Heeding the whisper directive, you remain still, your eyes fixed on the three men standing less than a dozen yards away. Their backs are turned to you as you peer along the winding forest road. It seems as if they're waiting for something. Suddenly, a voice cries out, out to the wives of the bandits. In unison, the three brigands spin their heads in a direction of expected sound. The voice, unmistakably the same one only moments ago whispered you ear, again calls out, coolly torturing the bewildered trio. As the men take a few steps towards the edge of the clearing, one of them turns and glances at you. Apparently satisfied with what he sees, he promptly turns away and continues after his clue to two cohorts. Your captors reach the wall of the undergrowth at the side of the clearing and halt. The voice, now considerably more distant, Use the call out to them, but it's plain to you that the men are leery of leaving their unseen agitator. Following their unseen agitator into the woods, free from the ropes of boundary, realizing your window of opportunity may fast be closing. You swiftly and quickly regain your feet. Quickly giving yourself a moment to recover your balance, you quickly determine your next choice course of action. Now I can flee, or I can attack my captors. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Hmm, 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 hmm. I think it's 
they knocked me out before. And I've not leveled up since then. Presumably, they might be able to knock... If they can knock me out once, they can knock me out again. But I kind of want to know why. No, I'm, I'm going to flee. Go to flee. Trusting what you're told by the whispering voice, and with no desire to linger here in the presence of your captors, you attempt to sneak off to the west. It is a, there's a check now. Random number from 1 to 100. You get a bonus of 31, 1 from thievery, 20 from agility, and 10 from luck. And that's as high as you can get from those. This time, anyway. Success. Eight experience points. Yay. Stealing quietly through the dense undergrowth, you manage to, to move away from your captors without being detected. You stealthily cross the narrow overgrown road and plunge into the forest. Once beneath the trees, you briefly pause to listen for any sound that might indicate the bandits have noticed your escape and taken up pursuit. Satisfied by the reassuring silence of your surroundings, you promptly resume your flight, heading swiftly west, deeper into the woods. You head north and west through the woods, skirting around the dense thickets of laurel and wide patches of balcony, all while searching for a stream entered you by the whispering voice of your unknown collaborator. As you reach the north side of a jabbed hillock, your eyes are drawn to the west, where a thin, shimmering, moss-like band winds its way through the trees. You've found the stream. After pausing to briefly survey your surroundings, you move up to the edge of the stream and begin following it north. You ask peel for any sign of something that might resemble a split rock. You've covered nearly 300 yards where a welcome sight looms out of the forest ahead. Rising up at the edge of the stream, its surface covered with a thick carpet of green moss, is a massive boulder split almost in half by a deep, jagged fissure. As you draw, draw up to the imposing stone, your eyes scour the surrounding wood for any sign of movement. Suddenly a soft, venomous voice issues from somewhere behind us. Please stay where you are. It is better that we do not know each other. But this is the same voice you heard previously. Heeding the odd directive of your unknown man or ally, you stand in front of the crack border, your eyes still wearily scanning the immediate area. Suddenly, you spot a heap of old debts lying at the edge of the undergrowth, only a few yards to your right. The, those are your things, says the voice, and his discovery of the objects which directly serves. There are few of the horizons I took the liberty of adding. I, I hope they will prove to be of use. I must be off. You too will be wise not to linger here any longer than necessary. Keep following the street. It will lead you to work. Head north on the road. And a weak witch hawklaw. It's not far. With countless questions churning in your mind. Churning in your mind. You begin asking the hidden stranger how it was she discovered you. Discovered you. About attack on the coach. About the reason the bandits were holding you captive. There is much I might be able to say. But there isn't time. You and I are still in great danger here. Only say that you were meant to get in their coach. But for all their cruel cleverness, they never expected me. I'll say no more about it. Not yet. 
just get yourself to Hawklaw, please. The voice was silent. Perplexed but grateful for all your unseen. Our better is done for you. You pronounce your gratitude. Uh, I only have the spoken sediment messed with, with silence. The soft, mysterious voice does not again speak. As I appear behind the boulder, finding no one there, you examine the pile of objects. As the voice stated, you represent several pieces of le- weapons, several pieces of leather armor, make up the small small heap. You promptly take possession of your weapons, and here is some equipment. Leather boots, leather breastplate, leather helm. Alright. Yeah, and... Equipping all that stuff. That brings my stamina to 42. Not wishing to remain here any longer than necessary, you begin following the stream north, hoping that before too long, you come across the woe mentioned to you by your unseen rescuer. After almost a mile, the stream bends to the west. You turn along with it and soon find yourself moving, moving gradually up the hill through a less t- tangled swath of forest. A mile after changing direction, the trees around you begin to thin out just as you near the top of a broad, low escarpment. You carefully climb to the top of the walking site, well aced by a sight that greets your eyes. On the far side of the wise, in the forest below, you spot a broad, well-worn road running north and south. Confident that you've last found the road you learned about from your only man ally, you start down the slope, thankful to have survived your first real brush with danger, and more eager than ever to reach Hawklaw. You arrive at the edge of the well-travelled road and find it deserted. After carefully surveying both lengths of the empty stretch, you turn and make your way north, crossing a well-maintained bridge that snap bands a small stream. Past the bridge, the road widens into a broad, tree-lined lane that runs between a sprawling mill and a flourishing orchard, the first signs of human habitation you've seen over the last few days. As the last of the orchard disappears behind you, the lane opens onto a wide, stony track that gradually ascends to meet a huddled collection of wood and stone structures. Framed on three sides by the encroaching arms of the surrounding forest, it is your first glimpse of all floor. I'm just going to save now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.